Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Robin, joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hi, uh, hi Rob, how are you? I'm good, thanks Joe. Duff, how are you? Uh, do you know what I just realized? We have only 80 episodes left. 81. After this, I mean. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. It's a it's a lump cut film. <laughs> uh, we are on minute one fourteen. In this minute, uh, Light Toller starts loading the lifeboats. So, Light Toller comes up and he's goes up to Captain Smith and he's like, "Should we get the women and children into the boats?" Captain Smith just still minutes after being bit by a zombie. <laughs> He's he's being fed answers. Yeah. Just spaced out. (laughs) I love Duff, your idea of him just trying to think of ideas. How to get her out of this. He's running through everything. He's, yeah, I'm trying to think of more insane things he could do. Uh, And he, like, doesn't respond. Slight Toller's got to get his attention again. And I will say, once again, Captain Smith does this little, like, squint he does. This little, like, ah, yeah, yeah, women and children first. That's the ticket. Yes. (laughs) God, I wish he was played by John Lovitz. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, women and children first. Yeah. (laughs) It's like uh, when you're in a meeting and you're not paying attention and someone, like, calls on you or whatever, and you're like, ah, yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but. And yeah, maybe making eye contact and blinking and be and like, then yeah. maybe if you have a friend, they'll kind of feed you what was said in a way. It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think about that report showing us? It's like, oh, well, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was in when I was in college, uh, a former heart of the ocean, Rob and I were roommates, and we were we took an online class. Uh, which uh, was it? Food w- science. That's the one I took. No, that one was that one wasn't online. That one had like it was on cable access. You had to tape the ca- you had to watch taper watch the cable access things. I did that one too. By the time I took it, they had put it on a real player. Oh, see, for mine, it was you had to like set. I had a set of VCR to to record it, and I fell behind on the recordings. And then one weekend, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch all these food science lectures, and I absolutely did not. Oh. And I didn't do great in that class. Um, <laughs> and your this, life is irrevo- irrevocably changed. Yeah. It's, it's actually the worst grade I got in college was a B in food science through the cable access channels. <laughs> uh, but I had a – it was a uh, it was a, a Monsters of Science class. It was about dinosaurs. This is – I love these, like, classes that you just <laughs> use to fill out your, like, the rest of your semester. Like, ah, I need three credits. What can I do? Or, and, and, it's a, and it's a class that's, like, taught by, like, when a tenured professor just needs to technically teach a class so that yes. they can justify getting <laughs> grants from the school. Uh, so uh, this one had, like – you know, you'd have to read, you know, these PDFs of different stuff, and then you would have like an online discussion that was in a chat room, and uh, uh, Rob and I would take turns each week on who had to actually attend the online lecture, 
And so we would just, uh, one person would play video games in one room, and the other person <laughs> would be on the two computers with us both logged in. And then so, like, if, uh, you know, Rob, because they didn't know we were roommates, if, like, Rob, like, wrote something in the discussion uh, on that computer, whoever was watching it would go to the other computer and write, like, yes, I agree with Rob. <laughs> wow. You know, that's that's dedication. Ded- yeah. That's a good good commitment that's, to a con that's a that's teamwork is what that is <laughs> that that is teamwork uh we both did pretty well in that class so and, and our lives are okay with that monsters of science a eh? um all right what's Should we good, go? what's what's your favorite monster of science uh i think i had to write my final paper on i wrote it on the Tyrannosaurus rex and what it means when there was like a when we found out that it actually isn't a very fast dinosaur and a lot of uh, what we thought was true about um, what we thought was true about the Tyrannosaurus Rex wasn't true. And what does that mean? And I looked at it from a pulp culture standpoint and like, I literally use screenshot. I lose like, I talked about toy story (laughs) and Jurassic park and land before time. Man, <laughs> who knew? Who knew that that young man would turn into a podcaster someday? <laughs> and uh, I remember I got a, I remember I got an A on that paper. And I remember just being like, "Wow, I wouldn't, I didn't think that was going to happen." Um, at the end, I just had like footnotes. Of UW scoops. UW Madison is now ashamed they ever promoted this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to delete any tweets or posts that mention it now. I had like screen grabs of this scenes is, from the movie in the footnotes. This is Rob's milkshake duck moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so I, 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 we don't really have anything about this minute, do we? But I, 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 I don't have a ton. No. So I wanted to. S- I, I thought that you were going to say it was about like uh, cryptids, like Bigfoot or oh, okay. the Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah. I'm, dis- I'm disappointed those like actual monsters because I, I wanted to hear that you did a paper on Sasquatch or something or Chupacabra. Yeah, or Loch Ness monster. Which one do you think? If if you had to guess between Loch Ness monster, Chupacabra, and 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 Bigfoot, which one do you think is maybe the most real? Uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, not Loch Ness monster, and then. I feel like Chupacabra is just like there's that urban legend about the people who brought a dog back from Mexico and it turns out to be a rat. So I think Chupacabra is just something like that or people just see capybaras and aren't sure what they are. Um, so yeah, Bigfoot, I think that's the most plausible. So Bigfoot as in there's one Bigfoot or like the idea that there's like a Sasquatch animal species that's out there? Uh, is it Big Feet? <laughs> I think, yeah, big feet. Well, I think Bigfoot <laughs> is just sort of like the friendly name we give to um, a Sasquatch. Okay. Then I would also go with Sasquatch. But if the idea of there's just one Bigfoot out there, I don't I don't buy that. There's got to be more than one. Like ants. You never, If you just see one, it just means the others are not, they're not in view, but they're there. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's always more ants if you see one. <laughs> There's always more ants. Uh, what? I think Duff suffered a traumatic brain injury. 
Listen, I mean, you're not wrong. That, I, I can't, everyone I can't. knows when you see one ant, that means, means there's that more. It, it means there's like a colony. There's, it means there's there's other ants. You just can't see them. <laughs> they send out the ant scouts to look for food. And if you see the scout, it just means that you, you know, the colony is not too far away. One of my biggest, one of my biggest. <laughs> the ants just sent Duff out with that dumb take to see if it would work. <laughs> And all the rest of the ants are running away. I, I'm not wrong. I'm looking on on Quora. <laughs> <laughs> are you mad though? Nope, not mad I, at all because uh, I'm right. When I, when I was a kid, I was calmer than you are, dude. When, whenever I saw a spider in my room or something, and I would kill the spider, I would lay in bed, and this, and I would have a legit fear that the spider's family saw what I did, and they were going to attack me at night. <laughs> Yeah, and like the, that wasn't like a thing that went away when I was like seven. So or eight. like you, that one stuck with me. You basically envisioned Death Wish, but with spiders. Yes, yes. It wasn't the spider I killed. I was afraid of. It was the family of that spider. Well, just when you see an ant, you think there's of more. That, think that's yeah, could happen. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you guys want to go back to Titanic? I've uh to the band. Should we go to the band here? Uh sure. Okay, yeah. so the, the the band comes out. Um and we see uh we before that and when Light Toller like kind of gets everyone's attention about uh the lifeboats, uh there's that woman in the hat. There's, she must be part she's not part of Hat Squad, but there's some fantastic hats in the background. Um, but the band comes out, and this main chap in the band is Wal- uh, Wallace Hartley. Uh, he was the the violinist and band leader. Um, we see five people in the band, but I think the Titanic band had eight. Um, did they? Did Cameron talk about that at all? Uh, he said that it was actually a quartet. Oh, well, I don't know what the hell is going on. There. Um, and that for the movie, they needed. Uh, it's actually a they got an actual quartet. I don't remember the name, but and then the uh, the guy with the lines who has most of the lines, he's an actor. Okay. So the the fifth member who kind of gets the most screen time, he's an actor that was hired for the part. But otherwise, it's uh, a quartet, which is historically accurate. Huh. OK, so we have um, Wallace Hartley, who I think is the the guy who does the, the most lines. Um uh, in 1912, April of 1912, Hartley was assigned to be the bandmaster for the White Star Line ship RMS Titanic. He was at first hesitant to again leave his fiance, fiance <laughs> Maria Robinson, to whom he had recently proposed. But Hartley decided that working on the maiden voyage of the Titanic would give him possible contacts for future work. Hmm. Um, and uh, they... Uh, Earlier in his career, he had been on on boats before playing music, and uh, he, they got like bought out from another like company, and that moved him from the people on the ship for uh, him being considered a passenger to him being considered a crew crewman, which he actually got better uh, better lodging then. Hmm. Um, but the song they play here is "Wedding Dance," uh, which the electric is slide. <laughs> The chicken which, dance. which was part of the White Star Line songbook. 
and there was like mm-hmm. a legit book called the White Star Line Songbook, and this was number one hundred and thirty on it. So this book had to be pretty big. There's probably like two hundred plus songs on this in this book, or the yeah. songs are really short. But both could be true. <laughs> they're are all they're guided all... by voices songs. <laughs> <laughs> are they all just really lazy copies of one song? They just change a couple notes and some lyrics. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they're not too complex, but so yeah, this is uh this is the uh the wedding song. I like this song too. Yeah, um, I I couldn't find much info, uh, at least uh, without too much effort on the song itself. But uh, I looked up the person who wrote it. Uh, it was uh, Paul Link or Lintke is German. Carl yeah. uh, Emil Paul Link. Uh, he was a German composer and theater conductor. And whenever you go to Wikipedia and you see a chapter titled "During the Nazi Regime," you know it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, I, I will say, I don't believe he was a collaborator or anything. Um, he was a he was the principal conductor and composer for the Metropol Theater um, during the Nazi rise in 33 he maintained his position and he was uh, he was checked out by the Nazis and they thought he was okay he was awarded the silver medal of honor in 1937 and was made an honorary citizen of Berlin uh, so as the war progressed and things got worse, he, well, at, this is after the war, uh, he wanted to return to Berlin. He wasn't there during the war, um, and he had to get permission from the Allies uh, because they were controlling the part of Berlin he would have uh, wanted to return to. Uh, but he first moved to Bavaria with his housekeeper, and but mm. his health started to ail after that. Uh, due to the climate in Bavaria, and then he moved to, I uh, will butcher this, Hanakli, and he died there shortly before his 80th birthday. Oh, how did he die? 80 years old, or shortly before 80? Yeah, uh, it's just bad health. I mean, 80 is a pretty good run, especially back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um. Do you have anything else in the band before we uh, we end today's uh, before we go to the end of the minute, which is in steerage? Have you guys ever found yourself in a uh, in a spot where you wish there was a band there? Um, so like a social situation where I wish there was a band. Yeah, just any any time you wished. Man, I wish some people were here playing some music for me. Huh? You know, no. Is my answer because you hate fun? Well, you know, you know, like uh, sometimes you go to like a like a smaller uh, restaurant or bar, and there's a band playing. I'm never yeah. happy about that. <laughs> Just like, uh, but I don't know. What do you think, Duff? Uh, this uh, this is kind of I think what Joe is getting at, but. When I, thanks to the fact that I uh, was a uh, shut in as a youth who watched a lot of TV and movies. You've grown up so much. Yes, uh, thank <laughs> God I, I got away from that. Uh, but 
I was always under the impression that high school dances had live bands. Oh, from Back to the Future. Just from anything. I, I yeah. think like Saved by the Bell and uh, I've, there's probably a bunch of 80s movies and stuff from that era that uh, had live music. And then when you get to high school, it's just some crappy DJ that they hire who just like plays the today's top 40 hits and brown eyed girl or something <laughs> my huh. uh, well i'm sure we have listeners that would probably would probably have said yes to that question but yeah not us uh, joe <laughs> yeah you're right because <laughs> a lot of people probably have moments in their lives where they're like boy i wish there was a band here right now uh-huh Good well, thing I have this fabulous new service to tell everyone about. <laughs> oh, oh, you have. Oh, it is Thursday, Joe. I didn't realize this. What? What did you? What? What have you? Uh, what do you have for us today? Have you guys ever been in a spot where you're like, boy, I wish there was some live music playing right now? Yes, of course. Oh, app, yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, good thing there's this new app out called Tune It Out. It's Uber for live music. Bands are now available on demand to play you through those tough moments in life. Got a flat tire? Stood up for a date? Fire up, tune it out, and a trio of musicians will be there in 30 minutes or less to play music while you deal with that tough moment. Lost your job? (laughs) Viagra not kicking in? (laughs) Tune it out. Body won't stay underwater? Your weekly bit not landing? (laughs) Tune it out. Available now in San Francisco and New York City with more cities coming soon. Bands to your location, often in 15 minutes or less. Tune it out. Are you upset? (laughs) (laughs) Joe Garnett. (laughs) So back... Back on this. Yeah, so my ninth grade English teacher made fun of me when she was telling us about the homecoming dance. And I was like, oh, is there going to be a band there? And she's like, no. And I felt really stupid about it for years. Mm. But I'm glad I wasn't the only one. You know what you could do now, though? That's because there's so much. Tune it out. (laughs) It's because there's so much media. Because, like, all entertainment for kids in the 80s and 90s was made by stupid baby boomers who had bands at their high school dance. So they just put it in those shows, even though that probably didn't actually happen that much anymore. Oh, Carrie, they have a band. It's a pretty good band. Yeah. <laughs> All those sock hops. That show kind of got ruined, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, what wasn't Although there. in a different context, that would have been a really cool moment in a live show. Yeah. <laughs> and and that wasn't their fault. That's true. The uh, crowd, crowd control was not what it could have been. So this minute, this minute ends in steerage, uh, as a steward is handing out lifebelts to everyone. In my notes, I wrote lifeboats, which makes no sense. <laughs> Just handing them kayaks. So um, it's it's weird to me that they call it a life belt. Yeah, I tried to figure out what that was all about, but you guys are the ones that know all the fancy words from the from the England. Why do they call them life belts? I know, but I'm gonna. I think that's a fun thing for Caroline to write about, so we'll let her do it. Okay. Mm. All right, Sonny. 
I'm trying um, to steer. That, that's a little tease. Sign up for Sinking Feeling. Yeah. Gosh sign up. darn it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's free. Yeah. You should sign up for Sinking Feeling, our newsletter at titanicminute.com slash newsletter. If you don't like it, you can tune it out. <laughs> we have a, can we get a house band for the remaining episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh like that when uh like that early bernie mac stand up when he would tell a joke and then he would like <laughs> yeah <and> he just <laughs> dance uh, and then he so would just funny. point to the house band and then they would start <laughs> playing music and he would dance <laughs> that ruled uh all right so smith and ends in steerage um and uh this is a really sad moment this mother is holding her child in this hallway um and uh, we have another scene like this uh, tomorrow as well we can talk about. But this this uh, makes me really sad. Uh, but we'll we'll get into it more tomorrow. Are you going to be sad for happy hour? I might be. Yeah, this might be when Titanic, uh, when I actually find Titanic in my heart, the iceberg in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's end it there, guys. Sinking feeling titanicminute.com slash newsletter learn all about the life belts and uh we'll be back tomorrow with minute one one five <laughs>